Blog Talk Radio. Conversations with Dog. Hello and welcome to Conversations with Dog. This is Susie Gotti and I am your host. And I want to welcome you to, again, another episode of Senior Dog Awareness Month. I hope this is working for you. I'm having fun doing this, um, grouping things a little bit more by topics rather than uh, just doing random things. But, again, if you have any feedback on this and if you would like to give me any feedback, please let me know. I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to know if this is also working for you or if you're getting bored by so many shows about the same topic. So please let me know if this is something that works better for you or if it's something that is not working for you. And how do you let me know? Well, it's easy. Either you can go to my website, suzygazi.com, or you can go on Facebook and find me there. Or even here on Block Talk Radio, you can leave a comment right here on the Block Talk Radio uh, page. So blogtalkradio.com forward slash the happy dog is also an option for you. So please um, let me know. Don't be shy. I would love to hear from you. So um, today uh, we're going to be talking a little bit about your dog's body and the changes that your dog is going through in terms of getting older. And that's actually something where I find that a lot of people are not really willing to um, have a look at in the sense that a lot of people are so worried about the fact that their dog is getting older that they want to avoid that at all costs. So I have seen people that that do really strange things with all this. People are, you know, doing things like way early thinking that, you know, their dog is now a senior. I've seen people start feeding senior dog to a middle-aged dog, and I'm like, why are you feeding senior dog food to your middle-aged dog? Um, And so it's almost like they're preparing too soon. (laughs) Other people are avoiding it at all costs, and they're not really seeing that their dog is getting older and is maybe no longer capable of doing some things. So what if you could actually approach all of this in a totally different way? Would you be willing to um, to just have a different point of view about all of this? Um, so what could that be? So everything that doesn't allow you to perceive, no be, and receive the possibility of a difference here, will you please just join on and create all that? Thank you. Time to God, William. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine, shorts, boys, and beyond. So... If you were willing to actually ask questions and really see what is required in the situation that you and your dog are in, would that make your life easier? Yeah. So everything that doesn't allow that for you, will you join on create it? Times a gazillion. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. So what is it actually that you have... Um, 
going on here that is really blocking you from moving forward. So what is actually stopping you from seeing a different possibility? For some people, that really is the idea that their dog is dying or that they are going to lose their dog. So if you would be willing to actually really have a look at this and go, okay, wait a minute, Um, if I really could celebrate my dog's life throughout all of his or her stages, would I be willing to do that? And what does that look like? So instead of going into the idea that your dog is, you know, about to die and now you have to do all these things to prepare for it, what if really indeed instead you would actually go along for what is going on in the moment? So um, for me personally, it's like I, I work with so many people where it really becomes this place where they get so locked into this idea of not wanting to lose their animal that they really are not seeing what is required in the moment or they're in total denial about certain things. So what if you actually weren't in denial? What if you were willing to really um, just be excited about whatever it is every day that is going on with your dog. So everything that doesn't allow that, will you please destroy and uncreate it? Thank you. Tanzika, Zillion. Right and wrong, good and bad, hot and park, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. So, um, and, you know, there are some things that um, that maybe you want to reconsider also. It's like, okay, so... What if your dog, for example, is in a stage right now that requires some assistance? For example, your dog may not be able to jump up and down so much anymore. Would you be willing to alter your home for that? Would you be willing to use a ramp? Would you be willing to lift your dog? Um, Would you be willing to maybe support your dog's belly when they're getting up or laying down with either a sling or with your arm or however you want to do it? but not going from the point of view of like, well, he's been able to jump the couch for the last five years. Why shouldn't he be able to jump up here now? So again, everywhere that you are functioning from what was fine and working in the past, rather than looking at what's going on in the present and what is maybe required right now, will you please destroy and create that? Thank you. Times a godzillion. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. So what if you um, really could just have a different way of looking at that? So um, what uh, what other possibilities do you have here to to really go along with the phases that your dog is going through? Well, again, the biggest part here is that you keep in touch with the dog's body, that you are allowing yourself to receive information from your dog's body because your dog's body is going to basically give you an awareness of what might be required. You know, why do I keep saying the dog's body? Well, because the being and the body are two totally different different things, basically. So, it's almost like, you know, when you look in the mirror and it's like you're perceiving yourself and you go, 
oh, where did I go? Where did this person... I feel like I'm still 20 or 19 or 15 or whatever, um, or 30, but here I'm looking at this old face in the mirror. Who is looking at me in the mirror? Well, this is kind of like how your dog feels too. The body of your dog is basically uh, excited about... Well, the... The, the body of your dog is basically whatever it is in that on that day. You know, it could be sore from the walk you did the day before. It could be, it could be uh, hurting. It could be wonderful. It could be whatever all these things are. The being is usually the other part of it that is um, being the one that's like, uh, oh, I really. I'm really fine. What's going on with my body? Why isn't my body responding in the way that it used to? It's almost like that with the dog as well. So if you could actually recognize that your dog's body is different from your dog's being, um, then you actually start to also perceive like a little different energy because your dog's being might still be having all that energy of like, yeah, let's go out, let's play, let's have a good time. But the body is like, uh, it doesn't quite work like that anymore. So please um, be uh, willing to see when your dog is uh, asking for something other than what you have been willing to actually look at. Everything that brought up, will you please destroy and uncreate it? Times a godzillion, right and wrong, good and bad, pot and park, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. So what is this? thing that I keep saying. Basically, it's the clearing statement from access consciousness. And what it does is it's allowing the energy to go back to wherever a point of view was created and then really undoing it. And destroying and uncreating that point of view gives you a new perspective, a new way of perceiving things, a new way of seeing things. So, um, And that can really help you with getting over the point of view that things aren't changing because things change all the time. Have you ever had one day exactly like another? No. So would you be willing to really see that your dog also has different days depending on what's going on for your dog's body, depending on maybe the weather, depending on all um, so many things. So your dog is not ever the same either. So but often we expect our animals to just stay the same, to be sort of the the, co- the consistent part of our lives or the constant in our lives. But can this actually really truly be? No, it cannot. So would you be willing to really start having a different point of view about this so that you can actually support your dog in the way that your dog's body is requiring? So everything that doesn't allow that Will you please destroy and uncreate all that? Thank you. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. So one of the things that I want you to do is really start asking questions of your dog's body. So is it time for different food, for different consistency of food, uh, different kinds of nutrition, uh, different ages, different times of the year require different nutrition. So start having a look at that. Does your dog require food that is warming his body more now that he's getting older? Does he require as much 
as much protein as he used to, or does he require more protein than he used to? Is the dry food working for him still? Um, does she need a different kind of food? Is like all these things are things that you want to start getting into the habit of asking your dog's body about. Now, the one thing also that um, to me is something that I would highly, highly recommend is that you don't stick to the same food all the time. If you if you can, I would really recommend that you start asking questions and that you start rotating food and kinds of food and give your dog's body more of a variety and more of a possibility to get the nutrition from different sources. Um, I truly believe there is no perfect food for your dog and there's no perfect food for every dog. It's basically, again, the willingness to ask questions of your dog's body that will give you an awareness of what might be required for your dog to eat. Now, I also... um, the other thing that I would like to introduce you to is a couple of hands-on processes that you can do. Now, if you're not familiar with access consciousness, this is going to be very new to you. If you have been in access consciousness, this may be an old hat to you. So I hope that I can bring it together and have it somewhere in the middle. So one of access consciousness has a lot of processes that are body processes that help the body of people and animals alike to basically have more uh, of the potential that they truly actually have in order to be healthy, happy, and well. So what that means is that you just put your hands on your dog and you start asking for a particular process to come up. So what you do in the case of an older dog, for example, is that you can put your hands on the dog and you ask for restoration of communion with earth. So restoring basically the communion that your dog's body has with the earth. When they get older, sometimes they lose some of that. So this is a good a good process to run on an older dog. So just ask for it, restoration of communion with earth, and then you use the clearing statement, right and wrong, good and bad, hot and pock, all nine, short, scores and beyond, and you keep repeating that. Restoration of communion with earth, right and wrong, good and bad, hot and pock, all nine, short, scores and beyond, maybe repeat it three or four times, and then you start perceiving energy running through your hands. Now this energy is not necessarily coming from you, but it is being facilitated by you for the dog's body. Now, if your dog immediately gets up and moves away, this could be a couple of things. Number one, it could be you are now activating energies in your dog's body that feel strange to your dog, and your dog's body is just first reacting to it by going, woo, this is strange, Uh, I want to move away from that. Keep doing it a few more times, if if your dog keeps moving away from you, that could mean that you're not running the process that your dog's body requires. So if that's the case, don't worry about it. Let's switch to a different bo- uh, body process. One body process also that is very helpful is called MTVSS. Now, um, this is something I've actually explained in another radio show 
from the past. So if you'd like to have some more information on just that body process, um, please go to susiegotti.com. And uh, in the archive radio show sections, there is one that categorized body, and there is that um, particular part in there. So please um, check that out. I explain it in depth. And basically, it's a similar concept. You just put your hands on your dog, and MTVSS is often run on the joints and or the organs. So you can run it on the immune system also, which when you're running it on your dog's immune system, you basically put one hand between the shoulders and one hand on the chest, and you just ask for MTVSS and all the rest. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine, shorts, boys and beyond. And just let that run, uh, MTVSS and all the rest. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine, shorts, boys and beyond. And um, the other one would be that you um, put your hands on the lungs, so both sides of the rib cage, and that's the, the second position. So you run MTVSS there. And the third position is both hands on on either side of the spine, basically right above the kidneys. So you're you're running it on the kidneys on both sides at the same time. So that is MTVSS, which can also give your dog's body much more ease uh, with the aging process. I ran this process on my cat for years and years and years, and it really assisted her quite a bit to um, have ease with aging and um she she was um a little over 20 when she died and she really didn't have such a hard time she didn't uh, she didn't really get all that de- debilitated she was doing really really well even at this age so the body process can really help your dog's body to have a different possibility now um restoration of communion with earth is something that on people would be run on the soles of the feet. Now, with animals, sometimes that is a strange position to be in. I have run it on my cat when she's been laying there in the sleep. I would just put my hand uh, on the soles of her feet, and that would work. But again, if you don't get to the soles of the feet, don't worry about it. Just put your hands anywhere on the body, and that will actually can also um, make a really dynamic shift. Um, so those are two that I would say are a very important part of the process of your dog's body's aging. And it can really make things easier and and more dynamic in a sense that the body will work with more ease, won't have as many problems and and you might even avoid your dogs getting really stiff quickly and all of that. Does that work? Well, it's basically an energy that the body already knows, the body already has it. So we're not really giving the body something. We're just activating the body's capacities for greater possibilities. So it's not about us sort of putting something into the dog, it's more like waking the dog's body up to something greater. So 
Um, so please try that. And if you are one of those people that says, oh, I don't know, I, don't, I can't feel anything, I don't have any any kind of capacities there, um, please do it anyway. Because the thing is that really the, the you know a lot more than you're, you're giving yourself credit for. So would you be willing to... Would you be willing to actually just know that? Would you be willing to be that? So everything that doesn't allow that, will you please destroy and uncreate it? Thank you. Times a godzillion. Right and wrong, good and bad, hot and park, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. So one of the things that I really often run into with, with people and their animals aging is that they really often don't stand that it's, it's really quite easy to adjust when you're willing to adjust. And when you are willing to lose the fear of your dog's death, then you can really make a a huge difference here by just being present with your dog. So everything that doesn't allow that, will you please destroy and create it? Time to God's own. Right and wrong, good and bad, problem, talk all nine, shorts, boys and beyond. So would you be willing to really just go, okay, today I'm going to be present with my dog and with my dog's body and I'm going to ask some questions. So what question could you ask? Again, it's pretty easy. So you can really just start by asking questions like, okay, is my is the food I'm feeding my dog still working for my dog? That could be a very quick yes or no. And when you start thinking about the answer, you are already starting to analyze it. So what I would say is make it easy for yourself. Get into this place where you are just relaxing, taking a deep breath, maybe sit down for a moment, maybe even close your eyes. Allow yourself to just be present, feel your feet on the ground, feel your butt on this chair, and maybe put your hand on your thigh and feel your hand on your thigh. And then just expand out in all directions. Allow yourself to really just be expanded out in all directions. And then allow yourself to um, perceive your dog's body. Now, again, here in this case, when we're talking about nutrition or other things, we want to tune into the dog's body. Now, just ask the dog's body. So you know, body. Are you happy with the food that you're being fed? And, you know, anything that pops into your head first, that is usually what is correct. If it's a yes, then go ahead with what you're doing. But also don't assume that that is true for the rest of the dog's life. That's just true for now. Do you have to ask that question every day? No. But you could ask it every few weeks, like every two to three weeks. Just check in again. Is the food still working for my dog, yes or no? Oops, no, now it's not working. Okay, what has to change? Do we need more of this, less of that? What is required? The same could be true for exercise. Some people assume that it's the same exercise that their dog was capable of. I was speaking with a lady where the dog started to no longer really walk with her and she got really frustrated and she thought that her dog was doing something weird and I asked her, well, how old is your dog now? Oh, you know, eight years old. 
Okay, so are you still walking the same round that you were walking years ago? Yes, I always go that same round and we go for hours and it's wonderful. Well, is your dog's body still able to walk all these hours? Oh, oh, maybe not. Okay, so would you be willing to ask your dog if there is a possibility, a different possibility now? How far would your dog actually like to walk now? Um, Is it the same amount of strenuous walk that your dog is willing to do, capable to do, or has that changed? Um, Does your dog still want to run for the ball as much as she used to? Or any of those things that you used to be doing that were a lot of fun with your dog, maybe they need to look different now. Another thing is, too, uh, sometimes it might actually really be worth your while to check into a swim program for your dog. There are some wonderful programs out there and people that are offering swimming for your dog. Now, what should you look for? You should look for a pool that is warm water and also one where your dog is in the pool, basically, and doesn't go in, out, in, out, in, out, but spends like a half hour, 45 minutes, or maybe even up to an hour in the water with the person. Some some do um, also where you can learn to do this yourself, and then you can do self-swimming with your dog, but it's almost like bringing your dog to a jacuzzi and putting your dog in a jacuzzi for an hour. So the dog is swimming and resting and swimming and resting, but staying in the water the whole time. What does that do to your dog? Is that something that your dog's body would love? Check into that as well because this is one of those things where you might be surprised um, what what comes out of that and maybe also... uh, how your dog's body will adjust to that and how much fun it might be for your dog to go into a scenario like that. Now, generally speaking, this is not something that all dogs will just take to from the get-go because they are the dogs are usually not used to staying in a pool, especially also warm water. Some dogs don't even like to go in a pool. But um I have worked with a lady who actually invented all of this or really brought it to the forefront, and she has made this into a real therapeutic part of her business. And so the dogs that come to her often are afraid of water, and it takes about a half hour to introduce those dogs to the water. But once they're in that warm water, they realize this is a totally different way of being, and it can really change a lot for them. Uh, I've worked with dogs in in the water in scenarios like that that were really stiff and had a really hard time moving, but once a week, a little bit like uh, that therapeutic water really gave their body an ability to get exercise without the, without the pressure of gravity, and it really made their bodies better. So you may want to look into stuff like that too. What else can you do to support your dog's body? You know, um, might it be easier sometimes now for your dog to uh, be sitting in a stroller, for example? And I'm not saying you have to do any of those things, but if you're somebody who likes to walk very far, you know, is it okay for you to leave your dog behind now? And would you be willing to maybe go for a shorter walk for your dog than leave your dog at home and you go for another walk? Would you be willing to adjust your life with your dog like that too. 
So please be willing to do that. Be willing to um, have a different reality around all of that without going into judgment, without going into, oh, this is bad and this is awful. More like, oh, okay, so what else is possible? What else is it that is required of me now? What is my dog's body asking of me now, now that things are changing? But not going into the wrongness of you and also not going into the wrongness of your dog. And also being willing to have a look at is this whole thing still working for you the way that it is? Sometimes you may want to look at, oh, maybe do I want to get a younger dog now, introduce that dog to my older dog so I still have a walking partner the way that I like it? And that is actually something that we're going to look at in the next episode. We're going to have a look at that and see what is the choice here that is rewarding for you and for your dog and the questions you can ask to basically have that as a possibility too. So um, thank you so much for being here this week. Thank you so much for tuning into this. And really, please, if you could give me some feedback, if you like these topics all in a row or if you don't like it, please let me know or if you're somewhere in between as well. Please give me some feedback. I would love to hear from you. So please go to either com and write me there or write me here straight on the blogtalkradio.com um, forward slash the happy dog page. Thank you so much again for being here. And I am looking forward to next week when we will have another episode of Conversations with Dog. Thank you so much and goodbye. Conversations with Dog. Mm.